You sisters know that my skin has been glowing lately. And I'm here to tell you my secret. Oak Essentials. You've heard us talk about their line of luxurious products before, and we're so excited to have them as a sponsor of OK Sister Podcast because now you can join in on the glowy goodness. You know Oak Essentials is legit because it was created by none other than our favorite brand ever, Jenny Kane. Oak Essentials is known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high-quality ingredients that drive results. It aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe, dewy glow. I won't shut up about the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. And a luminous glow indeed. The way my skin feels like butter after applying this balm. This balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And you can apply generously during your night routine to lock in moisture as you dream. It's the definition of beauty sleep. Treat yourself or someone else this season. You sisters will get 15% off and a free organic honey-based restorative mask with their first order. Oh my God, what a deal. When you use code OKSIS15 at checkout. That's right. 15% off plus a gift with your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15. Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to OK Sis Podcast. Hi, sisters. I'm Maddie. And I'm Scout. And we are sisters IRL. I'm the older one. Yes, Scout. We know. Here at OK Sis, we believe women are multifaceted. Which is why you can expect sisterly banter on a wide range of topics, such as pop culture, our entrepreneurial journeys, and mental health routines. We promise it'll be informative. And silly. As long as you don't get too loud, Mads. Welcome to the sisterhood. Hello, and welcome back to OK Sis Podcast Anniversary Edition. Happy four years, Scoutala. That blows my mind because I think that when we started, we would definitely not have thought that we would make it four years. Four years. Can you remember the first episode we ever recorded? It was in our dad's little pool room. And I don't implore anyone to go back and listen to it. But wow. Honestly, it's not bad. Like, it's pretty impressive for being our first piece of content. But I think that's probably attributed to the fact that we're sisters. So we feel comfortable with each other, I think. Sure. I think I was a little bit, you know, caged in. You might be different, but I felt like I was pretty good. My freak flag really flew these past four years. I shed any sense of dignity over the past four years. So here we are. (laughs) That's a good way to put it. That's a good way to put it. Okay, sisters, we are celebrating Okay, sis is four year anniversary slash birthday slash all of the things. And we cannot bat mitzvah. It's not a bat mitzvah. A bat mitzvah is 13 years old. When we did our live event, 
that was our B'nai Mitzvah for sure. That was our B'nai Mitzvah for yeah. sure. But this is a really exciting moment. So we thought that we would take a little trip down memory lane, talk about the 10 best OKSIS moments, how it's transformed me and Mads' relationship yeah, and all of the crazy fucking wild moments that have happened and also just such a testament. I think this whole episode is going to be such a testament to what happens when you stay with something consistently. Mads and I have never missed a Monday episode and I'm just so grateful that we've done that because I feel as if our careers have transformed. We have all of you, the sisterhood. Our relationship is different. And so if you are out there thinking about something and starting sounds overwhelming or the consistency feels overwhelming or the longevity feels overwhelming. Just commit and see where it takes you and be open to it because I don't think that me and Mads ever expected OKSIS to put us where we are today when we started. I feel like that is the tagline of OKSIS. Just, that's taking it from Nike, but just do it is the tagline. (laughs) Um, <laughs> Nike Hill, just only because whenever we go on a podcast as well, that is always our advice or, you know, our words of wisdom, because a lot of every time we go on a podcast, they always say, how do you start a podcast? How do you do it? And it's like, you just motherfucking have to start. Just start with yes. the most minuscule task, a la buying a microphone. Buy a mic. Done. <laughs> done. Task one, done. Anyway, oh. so just do it. I'm taking it from Nike for today. Yes, I love that. And also, sisters, as we go through all these top moments and these celebrations, we also want you to know that there have been many challenging points of this journey for my sister and I. We have called each other crying. We have been frustrated with the success of OKSIS, with the growth. We've compared ourselves to other podcasters. We haven't known if we were doing it right, et cetera. And so even though Mads and I are standing here and like so fucking grateful for everything, please know that in this four years, it wasn't like this. We started a podcast and then we had this skyrocket success. Mads and I talk a lot about how this is not our full-time jobs. We have other full-time jobs. Mm -hmm. And that through the process, there were really challenging moments that we had to get through together as far as like comparing ourselves and trying to figure out how to grow and all that stuff. So behind All of these accomplishments were a lot of moments where Mads and I doubted ourselves many times. So just know that because that's going to happen for you on your path. And it's totally normal and part of the process. You got to look at it holistically, my friend. Holistically. Are you my friend or? I don't think we're friends. I think we're sisters. (laughs) Wait, that is the quote card. I don't think we're friends. I think we're sisters. Also, it's I just so want you true. to know that our stepsister Natalia is outshining you by lengths. I mean, I gladly hand over that title to her. She is so maternal that like she has always said she wants a baby and she's like, what, 20 years old? So she's she's living vicariously through you. I think she's 24, but she offered to come down before the baby is born to help me nest and set everything up. She just texted me. She's going to come stay with me for a week and like help me. She just texted me that she has gone so overboard with baby shower gifts and she's trying to like make them all cute to give them to me. So... I just want you to know, and she texts me every single day with new TikTok things. She tells me that I have to keep my baby inside at all times at the hospital in case they swap her out for someone else. <laughs> Everybody needs this vaccine. Everybody can't do this with the baby. Oh, like, is that why you texted me about this vaccine I need to get? Well, actually, no, my doctor, it's like oh. a very known thing that like everybody needs to get that vaccine if you're okay. going to be around a newborn a lot. But she is my doula. Like she is my doula and she is just going to blow you away at the baby shower unless... You sing, which I 
Like, okay. I don't, so I don't know just, what more, like what, what more do I have to say? I don't I, know. I don't know what more. I have to okay. Say. So let's, let's back up a little bit. I was supposed to sing at Scout's wedding and I chickened out. I was supposed to sing with, so your best gay guy friend, Micah, hired the pom- Who's also the godfather of my daughter, by the way. Am I not the godmother? No. Oh. We've been over this. Oh, we've been over this. Right, right, right. So he hired the gay Palm Springs chorus to come sing at your wedding in lieu of me because I didn't get back to him in time. Because <laughs> we were going to do it originally and like I was going to come out and start singing Seasons of Love like a fucking champ. But didn't work out. I also just like I was too drunk. I would have been so nervous the whole weekend. It's not worth it for me to do it because I will just be a nervous wreck. Like I want to enjoy your wedding. I want to enjoy your baby shower. Yeah, but the baby shower is at 11. So you could sing at like 1145 and then get drunk after. And then get drunk after. Yeah. Take like shots. I think like what a wonderful world would be a really, really good pick because I just think that'd be nice. I love how you already have the... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the set list. <laughs> You're not really texting me back these yeah, days, you, so I you just keep, keep sending text- you things. Yeah, you keep texting me, and I don't know how to, like, politely decline it. <laughs> I also offered up You'll Be In My Heart from Tarzan. Okay. I thought that could be a good one. Maybe something from The Lion King. There's lots of options. Oh, okay, no. If I'm going to sing, like, I'm going to sing Adele or something. Like, I'm just going to sing hello, hello to my baby. Like, what, yeah. what song... I'm like, like I'm a, greeting a crying the baby. song. Like a what what kind of heartbreak song are you gonna sing? I'm gonna say hello to the baby. Like, welcome, hello to the is other side. <laughs> hello from the other. For? Wait, it actually makes a lot of sense. Hello from the other side. I am on the other side of your stomach. So I will be singing. <laughs> I just started singing Lionel Richie's hello. Okay. Um, Anyways. Hello. Okay. Well, see you there. Can't wait for you to sing. Gonna make my whole year. Also, do you want to see my belly real quick before we get into it? Because it's so hot that I'm just wearing a bra right now. Is your AC still broken? No, it's working, oh, but I'm like God. having heat flash after heat flash after heat flash. Oh, okay. All right. We're getting in the boot. Oh, I just saw a lot of... We're almost seven Whoa. months. Wait, wait. Oh my God. You Wait, you look like Kylie. I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out because that's exactly what she wore in that video that I told you to make. What Are you 38 weeks? 37 weeks? No. Okay. No, I'm 27. My current fixation these days, this sounds weird, is taking Facebook photos versus Instagram photos. Yeah, that's great. I'm so over, like, yes, I love the Instagram photos, whatever, but being pregnant, like, I just want to be cheesy with Looney and, like, have a big smile that Adam's taking of me with my dog. And so most of my photos these days are, like, the not, like, angled or cute or taking a million, and they're Facebook photos. So I'm just obsessed right now. I see where you're going with this. I would like to say that I think your pregnancy naked photos are a vibe. Like, I think I think you're nailing it. Oh, yeah, but those are Instagram photos. Those are the ones I'm posting. My Facebook photos I'm not posting. They're just for me. Oh, so there's a whole there's a whole other bank of photos that yes. we, we have no access to. Okay, yes, I would like yes. access. I would like unfettered access to the ugly photos. Ugly? I would call them more like cute and like cheesy. You know what I mean? Cheesy. Okay. Well, I'm just going to text it to you so you can see it. You know, I don't know what you're going to do we'll, with it, but we'll I'll text po- it to we'll you. We'll post it on the, the OKSIS feed. <laughs> it really <laughs> needs some brightening <laughs> up of Facebook photos. <laughs> so anyways, that's my current fixation is just like taking these special cheesy family moments of me and Adam. Oh my God, this photo of pregnant. you. This photo of you. We need to post this on the gram. 
you are spread eagle with the belly protruding with Luna in between your legs as if you are giving birth to her. <laughs> oh, my God. And she has a cast because she sprained her ankle. I don't know if everyone knows that. Oh, poor Looney spraining her ankle. God damn it. Do you see what I'm talking about here? I do see what you're talking about. Okay, let's move along because the listeners, again, I want to remind you after four years, this is an... We don't have to make reels out of this one, right? Because I'm really sick because CVS fucked up my pregnancy meds and I'm really nauseous at seven months, which is highly unusual and fucked. So I just don't look good. Okay, I don't look good either. I just worked out. I just did a hit Pilates combo. And so I'm a, I'm a bit schwitzy, but... I texted dad because I like literally can't work out right now because it's just too much on my body so i'm gonna go swimming in his pool and do laps you are not gonna do laps okay anyways my current fixation honestly i did you you really yeah you really sprung this on me so i'm gonna pass today okay i'm gonna do a little i think it's you i think your current fixation is you getting ready to sing at my baby shower i'm gonna do a hard pass on that as well i know what my current fixation (laughs) is Tote bag. No, you're not going to do a hard pass. You're not going to do a hard pass because it just... Soft pass. It just it would just make me so happy and fulfilling and you would be... The thing is, I'm not a good singer anymore. I would need to go to voice lessons. Incorrect. I would be Incorrect. I would be so nervous the whole week leading up to it. I can't have that type of anxiety in my life. Like, okay, I just don't, why don't want... Why don't you film one and then we'll put it up on the big screen and watch it? Oh my god, that's even worse. Okay, let's let's move. Let's move. Sisters, along. everybody, DM at Maddie Mayo and say, "Sing at Scout's baby shower." Everyone, all of you, sisters, go 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 go. Swarm her. Thank you. All right. Okay, let's talk about the top ten moments of OKSIS podcast. And just so baby. you know, in in um, true OKSIS fashion, I also added about thirty additional. Moments. Okay, so it's like. Honor. It's just top moments. It's just, just top, top moments. moments. It's going to be a smorgasbord of silliness and goofiness and moments of joy and sisterhood. Is smorgasbord like a German cheese plate? <laughs> like, I feel like it's like a German cheese plate with it's, like cheese it's and definitely, sausages and like mustards. So that's, and, that's a charcuterie plate. But I think I feel like a smorgasbord is like the German version. No, smorgasbord, I, it seems like it would be from German origin, but it just means like a mishmash, a mix of things. Hmm. hmm. Okay. I wonder what the Yiddish word is for that. Okay, go. You want to start us off with the top moment? Take us back to the beginning. Let's take, let's go, let's, what is that song? Go back, 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 back to, to the, the beginning. beginning. Okay, also, I saw Hillary Duff. Yeah, I saw wait, Hillary Duff. Why haven't wait, we talked okay. about that? Okay, so I was at brunch. And you didn't approach her to get her on the pod. Literally listen, wh- ruining our reputation here. Listen, there was like 10 of them. Um, and and Ashley Tisdale alone. was one of them. Okay, so Ashley Tisdale, Hillary Duff, Megan Trainer. They were all sitting at lunch at this place in San Diego. I was right next to them. She looked at me because I was pregnant. I made it, I made it very apparent that I was pregnant. And uh, she I mean, looked how at me could you and not? she walked away. I was about a foot and a half away from her at one point, And it was the best moment of my life. I can't. Be- I'm just I'm really pissed at you. Like, I cannot believe you didn't bitch us. Like, you mm. need to do the elevator pitch. You got to put mm. on your fucking like. Well, what's like so crazy is that I'm pretty much like one removed away from Megan Trainer and Ashley Tisdale because Ashley Tisdale and I both work with the same person and I've booked a client of mine on Megan Trainer's podcast. So I could have like easily gone in with that. I was just so fixated on Hillary Duff. 
Yeah, I mean, how could you not? Like, she is... And I'm, I don't have any connections with Hill. Hill, wow, we're on first nickname basis. Hill mm-hmm. is fantastic. I'm very mad at you, but I'll, I'll forgive you. Okay, so let's do our first moment, which is when we started, which is like the best, craziest thing to reflect back on who we were in that moment. I know. I mean, we t- kind of alluded to it in the beginning, but we recorded our first episode in our dad's pool house thing. And it went well, but it was definitely super scary. I mean, we've talked tons about this over the years about how well, Scout let's has give the always origin been. Story. Let's give the origin story for any sisters who might be a little bit new, who might not know. So I had a podcast before OK Says because I lived next to a wholesale produce store that opened up a podcast studio. Very random. We know. And Mads and I were celebrating her birthday at the Ojai Valley Inn and Spa, July 2018. Wow. And... We had just gotten massages and we were drinking rosé by the pool and I didn't have anybody for my podcast the next week because I really didn't treat it so much like a business. So I asked Maddie if she wanted to come on and we went into the business center tipsy of this Ojai Valley Inn and Spa and we recorded on my phone and we were literally eating truffle chips the whole time. But it was probably the most like concentrated magnetic energy I'd experienced with you ever in my life. And so... For the next two weeks after that, I was like, we have to do something together. Like, is it a newsletter? Is it a this? Is it a that? And I said, you know what? I'll shut down my podcast and you and I should start a podcast of our own. I was in France on a work trip and we were just texting back and forth about what it would be called. Naturally, Maddie gave no thought into any of my name ideas. What were your name ideas? I don't even remember. Well, they were shot down. Like, I stopped trying. (laughs) And then literally in August of 2018, we started extremely quickly. We got photos done. We got our graphics made and we recorded our first episode in our dad's pool house. But the mics that we bought were shit quality. So I had to like run to Guitar Center and get new ones and then come back. But it happened super quickly. I was really excited, but I know Mads has talked a lot about this process. I would love to throw it over to you as to how this whole start in two weeks thing made you feel. Yeah. Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie. Like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once, the white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless designs. You can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. 
Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS, O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Ever since having a baby, I've been extremely conscious about what I spend my money on and which products I use. And clothing is no different. I want my wardrobe to be sustainable, good quality, and timeless. You have to be talking about Whimsy and Row, right? Whimsy and Row is an LA grown, eco conscious brand born out of the love for cute, comfy, and classic styles. Every piece is made by women for women. Quality goods, local production, natural and organic fabrics. Yes, please give me all the linens. Just like OK Sister, Whimsy and Row is based on the idea that women are multidimensional. There's a balance of flirty feminine and minimal masculine in all of our wardrobes, and Whimsy and Row means exactly that. From special occasions to everyday effortless styles, their clothing is meant to mix and match and wear on repeat. I have been wearing their Kira pant in black linen, probably three times a week. Sisters, if you've been listening to this podcast or following me on Instagram, you know that Whimsy and Rose Kira Pant in Black Linen is a sisterhood staple at this point. Founder Rachel Temko created the brand back in 2014 because she wanted to create an approachable and inclusive brand that cared for the people and the planet first. Get the full Whimsy experience IRL at their Venice location or shop online at whimsyandrow.com. Their store in Venice is so cute, I can attest. And if you're in LA, I highly recommend stopping by. They are always putting on these amazing community events. They just launched their spring summer collection and we will be living in it all summer long. Visit their website, whimsyandrow.com. That's W-H-I-M-S-Y-A-N-D-R-O-W.com and use code OKSISTER for 15% off. So historically, I've always been someone that is pretty risk averse and needs to have like a very detailed plan of action and course to move forward. And I kind of deliberate and we talk a lot about how you need to have a healthy balance of both of the the spectrums or both the ends of the spectrum, because if you think too much about something and you ponder and you ruminate, you're never going to start. But if you just start right away, like maybe sometimes, you know, you didn't think through certain issues and you could have like avoided some mistakes. So we were definitely on the like the latter (laughs) end where we took on Scout's energy of let's jump off the cliff. And if there is a parachute, great. Would love that. Would love to fly. But if there isn't, then we're going to crash and burn. So that energy, it was really foreign to me. And I think I'm so blessed and grateful I think that's literally the biggest thing I've taken from this past four years is that energy rubbing off on me, not entirely, but at least a little bit enough for me to have the confidence and the drive to start my startup camber. Like, seriously, I would not have been able to do camber if it wasn't for OKSIS, like 100%. And what she means is she would not be able to do camber without Scout. Yes. That's the translation of that. And also, I just want to point out that like Mads thought the landscape was so saturated four years ago. And I understand why she thought that. I understand why someone might think that today. And I also want to let everyone know, if you do want to start a podcast, there's so many resources out there to start a podcast. Mads and I did not have those resources back then. Like podcasters weren't creating courses about how to start a podcast. There wasn't really a lot of information around that. And I think that was almost to our benefit because 
we didn't like dive into all the material and get our checklist together. We just intuitively put it together. And so while it's such a pro for all of you who do want to start a podcast that those options are available, put a cutoff time, you know, listen to one podcast or two podcasts or enroll in one course or whatever, and then go. Because I think the information out there can get really, really overwhelming. It's really great that there is there. It's the law of diminishing returns. Like you can't just prepare, 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 and then not do. Like, yeah, just limit yourself to like one course or one thing and then just like learn as you go. The saturation thing is really interesting because I still to this day go back to when we had Lauren Everts Bostick on, aka The Skinny Confidential. She had said, because people always ask her, because of course um, her and her husband run Dear Media, her, everyone asks her like, oh, it's so saturated. Da, da. She's like, would you say that about music, the music industry? Would you say like, oh, don't become a artist or don't become a singer because there's so many singers. Like, that's just not a conversation that happens around other types of mediums or industries. So why specifically for podcasts do people keep saying that? And there's room for everyone. And also like your unique perspective is what shines through. I come back to this time and time again. And it's really the reason I agreed to start with you because I was like, oh my God, we're two girls talking about pop culture and interviewing female founders and doing an interview show. That is literally there are millions of podcasts like that. But what we bring is this sisterly bond, this silliness, this banter, this like coziness that we bring on the guests and they feel like they're part of our family and we are able to extract value, but also extract silliness in the same breath, really. And that is our value proposition, right? And so in the beginning, I didn't know that, right? I didn't know that we had that special sauce. And you, dear listener, if you want to create a podcast, you also have that special sauce. It will come as you dust off the rust of the bike. Oh, oh well, I'm um, okay. 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 Nice little metaphor there. Uh, But there's just this like obviously learning curve you have to go through. But when I think of all the podcasts I listened to, and even back then, it was the same thing. The reason I love listening to certain podcasts is because of the unique perspective that the host brings or the unique voice and tone that the host brings. So just keep that in mind. Don't ever think like, oh, what do I have to say? Because that's what I thought. And it turns out I have a lot to say. Okay. Yeah. I think that over the last four years, I've really learned to reframe what the success of a content channel can be. So I think in the beginning, a lot of people don't get into it because it's saturated because their goals and their metrics of success are download numbers and how much money they make from ads. And yeah, if that's your metrics of success, it'll be really hard to get there. Like podcast ads are very cheap. You don't really make that much money. And if you look at the landscape, most podcasters, the podcast is not their full-time job. There's very, very few podcasters where this is their full-time income. And so I think in the saturation conversation, you're measuring your success based off of like a monetary number, et cetera. When Mads and I have really been able to see that without OKSIS, our businesses wouldn't be here. Our network wouldn't be here. Our relationships wouldn't be here. Like our community, you guys wouldn't be here. And so Mads and I talk about it all the time. If we don't make a dime from OKSIS, we would still do OKSIS because we've seen the benefits and the success of it beyond advertiser dollars or beyond that. And so just keeping that in mind, I think that when you start something, allow the success of it to come in different ways that you didn't expect it to. A hundred percent. To me today, success of OKSIS is the fact that we 
have this like open channel to any woman that we admire and that we want to speak to. We say this time and time again, like podcasting is a fucking scam. Like it's crazy that we can literally reach out to any woman that we admire and that we look up to and be like, hey, can I have an hour of your time to ask you any question that I want? That is like so precious. We do not take that for granted. And that is literally the biggest benefit, I think, from having a podcast. It's the greatest networking tool of all time. And yeah. And also, like, if you are a podcast host, like, yeah, don't take that for granted. Like, really respect that this person is giving you your time. And, yeah, be, like, so curious and so excited to talk to them and gain value from that, from that conversation. Mm-hmm. And it's the most time that you're so present. You can't be on your phone. You can't be looking at other things. You have to be present in the moment. That's another big takeaway I've learned is, like, podcasting is actually one of the only times in my day and my week that I am fully present. Same. It's like a meditation. There's no notification. It's for sure a meditation. And it's, it's a all, mood actually, booster. You know what, Mads? How many times have we gone into an episode and you and I like in the Zoom room before the guest comes on or you and I before we hit record, we're like, I'm having a good day. Like we're not stoked. We're like, can we just do this fast? Da, 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 da. And then because we're so present with each other, we end up going for way longer than we wanted. And we feel so good afterwards because therapy, we are engaging in present mindful connection. For sure. I think it's one of the last mindful moments that people, especially our generation has for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. It, that's why I love podcasting. Okay. Well, this, okay. This is not where the, the episode was supposed to go, but here we are. I'm going to go through this, this list because I came prepared. I think one of the top early moments for me where I was like, holy shit, we either have something or we're onto something or what we are creating is cool was when we interviewed Vanessa Grimaldi like a couple months into starting OKC's podcast. And she's like, can you meet me at my hotel room? And we're like, yeah. She had yeah. just quote unquote won The Bachelor. And we met her in her hotel room and we recorded this episode with her. And I was like, what the fuck is life? Like, I never thought in a million years I would ever have access to like anyone on reality TV, anyone on Batch Nation, any celebrity, any content creator, any entrepreneur, any bestselling author. And here we were sitting in Vanessa Grimaldi's hotel room interviewing her. It's so funny thinking about doing this pre-pandemic because there are so many weird places. We went to podcasts. We also like had most of our podcasters come to our mom's or most of our guests come to our mom's house. Like, it's just crazy. They were totally freaked out before they walked in the they door. They totally freaked out. They're like, "Is are these people going to murder me? We're at, I'm like at a home. But then and ended up being like the best decision we ever made because it people relaxed and felt like they were like in their own living room and were super cozy. And which is the type of environment we wanted to elicit instead of like a studio where it's kind of like, oh, let me put on my best foot forward. It's more like, hey, put your guard down. But yes, yeah, so we went to Vanessa Grimaldi's hotel room in Universal City and it was quite the journey. You were fangirling and peeing your pants, freaking out. I mean, I was too, but I was a little calmer, which is very unusual for me, but she was a doll. She was just like the yeah. most delightful ever. I think that was the first moment where we were like, oh, this is something. This podcast gives us access and we yeah. are having incredible conversations. Yeah. Okay, the next big moment, milestone, if you will, was our live event in January 2020. Also, some Batch Nation guests. We had Cassie Randolph and her sister, Michelle Randolph, as our guests. And we did a live podcast recording at the Dream Hollywood Hotel. 
and everything was sponsored. We had a hundred of the sisters show up, which was we maxed out the capacity. We maxed the, out the, the lobby capacity. could only have a hundred, and there was like we took over the dream hotel lobby. It was oh my god! When I think back to that day, my heart like does like skips a beat. It was just such a surreal moment because not only had we garnered up this community that would show up for us in person, but we actually had never met anyone that listened to OK Sis and like actually mm-hmm. was a supporter of ours. And so to really like sit down and hang out with everyone was surreal. And honestly, we need to do another one of those. Like why haven't we do- we need to do it. OK, so the reason why I've been hesitant to do another live event is because I feel as if before the pandemic, we had such an LA-based audience, but I feel like the pandemic moved everybody around. Mm. So I feel like when we're in our Geneva group and talking to our sisters, like I just don't feel like they're all local in LA anymore. And so that's the Mm. only reason because I just don't know, since the pandemic, everyone moved and I just don't know where everyone mainly is because back then, mainly everyone was in LA. Yeah. Okay, That's the only thing. That's the only thing. You know what's um, good about our community, we can ask them and they will tell us. So one of the craziest moments for me about that live event, and I'm sorry if this sounds weird, but, you know, we were about less than a year and a half into starting OKC's podcast. We did not understand what we were building or creating or any of that. And we got really, really dressed up. We put so much time into this live event. We didn't know if anyone was going to show up. Do you remember when we were like setting things up in the lobby and they were like, oh, are you the crew? And we're like, oh, no, we're the podcast (laughs) host. And they were like, wait, you're the talent and you're setting up this banner. And we were like, yeah, Yeah. what do you mean? We can't afford (laughs) to pay someone. (laughs) No, the whole thing was like very scrappy and the microphones weren't working. And so Adam's friend and I, who was there helping, we had to like run to Guitar Center. Like it was a whole thing. But I remember coming down the elevator, you and I were like dressed in hair and makeup and there were girls waiting for us and they were like afraid to come and talk to us. Like you could tell they were really shy. And I was just like, wait, are they are they here for us? Like, are they going to come talk to us? Like, should we go talk to them? Like, what's going on here? And some girls like drove hours to come. Some called in sick with their boss so that they could make it and drive to L.A. And it was just this moment. I remember like going back up to our hotel room with Lauren and sitting there and being like, this is really weird for me. Like, this is weird for me that people would travel to see us, that they're so excited to be here and talk to us. Like, And that's something I think that you and I have never gotten over. Like every time we meet someone who is a fangirl of OKSIS, it just confuses us, truly. Like I get confused, but that was the most insane moment because it made me feel as if we have a community of women who get us. Yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. That was like very validating for sure. We'll do another one for our 300th episode. Okay. We need to do it because it's like yeah, enough. We got to do it. It's, it's yeah, enough yeah. now. And uh, the baby will be there. The baby. For, and at the live event, Looney was there. Yeah. I got Looney like as a baby. Two weeks before that or one week before. That's crazy. Okay. So we'll do it when your baby is one week old. Okay. Great. The next big milestone was that we launched a coaching program where we took on, I think it was like 10 podcasters that were super new that wanted access to us and our resources. And we did like a whole course with them, broke down a podcast audit. They had access to text us and ask any questions as they were building their podcast from the ground up. And that was so again, a lot of imposter syndrome for sure on my end, because again, as we just said, we're still learning so much. But wow, that like, was cool. That was really cool. 
We did it for one month. We took on a bunch of podcasters. It was new for us and it was really fun and it was really awesome. It was very fun. And I think everyone really got a lot out of it. I I hope so. Yeah. But we got glowing testimonies. We got some, so. yeah, we got some testimonials, girl. But mm-hmm. yeah, that was a really exciting, again, validating like, oh, we are experts in the space. Like we do know what's happening. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes it doesn't feel like that, but then sometimes it does feel like that. It's like the, yeah, that's literally the definition of entrepreneurship. Like some days you feel, yeah. there's like that Kim Kardashian quote where she's like, some days I feel like I know it all. And then other days I'm just like, no. Something yeah. like that. And then the next big milestone was, was it a year ago? A year ago, we signed with yeah. a podcast network, Podcast Nation. Shout out. We love them. And that was a huge goal of ours. Um, and for those who don't know, when you're on a network, that's really where you can get a lot of your ad, ad deals. deals and a lot of ad deals are only exclusive to podcast networks. So that was such a solidifying moment for us of like, okay, this is our way that we're going to monetize. Yeah, we signed with them summer of 2021. And so at that point, guys, we were doing for three years. And the reason we hadn't monetized it was because we worked full-time jobs and it was really difficult to go after one-off advertisement deals and manage all of it and invoice it and process it. And that's a really, really big undertaking a job if you're trying to book out a show with ads. It's individual deals that take a long time and you have to be pitching yourself a lot. And so we had ads before that, but we were never able to sustain a continuous flow of ads because it was just us trying to do it one off. And so when we joined Podcast Nation Network, they obviously work with brands across all of their shows and they've been able to so beautifully book out our show. Like we're always recording new ads. We're booked out. We're working with brands that we love. And so having them on our team has been incredible because it's been able to bring in that revenue source that's allowed us to then put money back into our socials and editing and all of that so that we're not doing all this ourselves anymore. And so having them on our side has been incredibly legitimizing and incredibly supportive. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And then we've been guests on a lot of podcasts. I still think about that Chatty Broads episode. It was so funny. Someone DM'd me the other day and was like, oh, do you listen to Chatty Broads? I was like, bitch, I was on Chatty Broads. And that was one of that. That was like the first big podcast we were ever on. Yeah, we went over to Jess's house. I don't know if they still do it there, but we went over to their house and we got super drunk and recorded this whole episode on how Scout is bipolar. And Scout cried. That was the first time we talked about it publicly, like really. I actually went back and listened to that episode last year or something. And it is still relevant. It's a different person. <gasps> like that is oh, wow. that is a different Scout talking about her mental that's health also, in 2019. That's also a huge takeaway is the, is the fact that we have on record these different versions of ourselves. Like it's yeah. something really beautiful. I remember I had voice noted you a couple years ago being like, wow, I just, I randomly listened to this like episode from so long ago. And it's so crazy to see the growth even from now or even to remind myself of like, oh, wow, I did have that revelation years ago, but like I totally forgot mm-hmm. about it. But there's this like treasure chest and this, you know, record of our lives over the past four years. It's so special. Like our kids are going to listen yeah. to these episodes and it, fe- you know, it feels like this this testimony. It's really it's really cool. Yeah. The scout that was on Chatty Broads was a scout who was very, very much in the depths still of her mental illness. And if anybody interviews me, which they do, plenty of times today about my mental health. It is a very different narrative that I come forth with. And it's 
it's really cool to see the difference. I don't want to go back and listen to it again because it pains yeah. me to hear how scary and broken I was for so much of my 20s. We were also on Off the Vine with Caitlin Bristow. We love which our was girl Caitlin Bristow. She, insane. Yeah. Insane. I know. We like randomly got into the Bachelor Nation universe somehow. Not so much anymore because like I don't watch it anymore. But for two years, we were like heavy into Bachelor Nation. Know, and, like Amanda Stanton. We had Amanda Stanton on. Like we were on Caitlin Bristow's. Like it was just like a lot of Bachelor Nation situations happening. <laughs> a lot of Bachelor Nation situations happening. Sure. Okay. And then we did our virtual event in 2021 because hashtag COVID. And it was also, I know, it was so fun. This was like a really big learning lesson for us for sure. But we had Natalie Maraduena, part of the vlog squad, and Brittany Xavier, you know, her big, you know, biggest influencer in the world. We had both of them on the live event and then we had the and then we had meadow from she used to be the like correspondent um at matt happy and so we did like a little like a little presentation with her it was just this like gorgeous even though we couldn't see anyone everyone was in the chat hyping each other up being so engaged virtually and yeah it really did prove to us that people were still like needing that connection and they were willing to come out and just have fun with us even though it was this like virtual thing Oh, that was a fun day. That was also such a big learning thing for both of us. I write about this in my book, The Emotional Entrepreneur. If you have not been in my book, you should. You should buy my book. I talk about how before our live event, Mads and I didn't feel as if we like had a lot of people who signed up and we were really, really feeling imposter syndrome and nervous and freaking out and... It was a moment where we both had to be like, okay, how else can we talk to our community and get them to come? And it was also just like an education on the realities of selling events because we charged and it was virtual and, you know, a lot of people signed up at the last minute and we had like a really good turnout. But the week before we were like, should we cancel it? And then it was really nerve wracking. Yeah. And then we talked to other people and they're like, you got that many people to sign up for a virtual event and pay. Like, that's insane. That conversion's amazing. But it was in a, like it was a moment where we were really self-doubting ourselves and not knowing what to do. And we're in our head. And then the minute we got on and saw all of you guys there, we were like, oh, right. This is why we're here. Like Kind of like how the universe has our back. Okay, so this community has our back. Yeah, totally. Do you want to talk about your probably favorite moment ever? Yeah, this is my, I think this is top moment of okay, sis across the four years. We had Heather McMahon on and she made an Aperol spritz for us. And this was back when like she made Aperol spritz the thing to drink back in like 2018 or something and so that was 2019 2019. that was a surreal moment because i remember i had just discovered her and i was like binging all our content and she's still the funniest woman on the internet so that was a big moment and then huge expander moment was meeting sivan ayla of course like we for me for me too well i don't know what it is about sivan ayla guys i have followed her since she had thirteen thousand followers like i remember that she had thirteen thousand. i've been following her for like eight or nine years or whenever the fuck she started and i remember i was in my car driving or i don't know like in my parking lot and you texted me and you said happy two-year okay sis anniversary sivan ayla just said she would come on the podcast (gasps) I don't remember that. Yeah. She came to our mom's house. She like drove to our mom's house. I don't get nervous that much for a lot of the people that we interview. I was very nervous yeah, for Sivan. I, I, I really was. Like she's, you know, there's just like that one person that you follow that you totally fangirl over and that's Sivan for me. Yeah. 
I and she took photos of our mom's house for design inspiration. So yeah. if that tells you anything about our mom, that yeah, that seriously. should be the takeaway. Two cover artworks. We oh no three three sorry three cover. Remember we the, one, the first one two three yeah we have three, three cover artworks. This one is so good. It is like perfect. Yeah. So the current cover art is spectacular. It encapsulates us perfectly, and I love it so dearly. But oh, R.I.P. So to the Tom's photo photo shoot that nobody understood. That nobody understood and thought that we were being mean in the photo. Anyways, okay. And then I wrote you announcing your baby gender on the pod to me. <gasps> that moment is captured. Oh my god! Yeah. I think that's such a like special moment that like you could have done off mic, but it just felt so natural for us to do it on the pod. So I think that's a really special moment that we have captured. Also, our hype woman episode. So I love that we like played around with different formats. Obviously, if you've been listening for a while, OK, this has kind of just like devolved and evolved into shooting the shit, honestly, because that's just what you know feels authentic to me in this moment. But the hype woman was something just so I think everyone really enjoyed it. So if you ever need a little hype and you want to hear it from your girls, go to the Hype Woman episode. Then Elisa Bitty convincing me to go off birth control. Oh, my God. That was pretty insane. Wasn't that insane? So, I mean, yeah, that's that like insane. a big life moment. Um, so she, conv- yes. she convinced me to go off birth control. That's huge. If you ever are thinking about going off birth control, please listen to our episode with her. She talks so in depth about it. And you will see my, you'll see the exact moment that I convert over <laughs> to it. Okay. And then one of our biggest episodes ever, Indie Blue, literally the Indie Blue oh, community. Yeah. The Indie Blue community Shit. is runs deep. And we hope some of you have continued listening after that episode and that you are now now part of the sisterhood because holy shit the indie blue episode was everything honestly indie blue brought the most new listeners on that episode like that was our highest downloaded episode like i think in the last year and a half she's correct yeah and mads and i have had some really really big guests on and you'd be surprised how many new audience members like actually come from these big guests yeah not a lot indies Thousands upon thousands upon thousands upon th- it was crazy. Yeah, she's she is just a delight. And then I wrote, she's I said uh, when I did that, my romance book club, which was honestly a dream of mine. I don't, I know some people have asked if we can continue doing it. I think I'm gonna find some other format that doesn't exhaust me and figure out a way to do it because, as you all know, I am in pursuit of being a book influencer. That is like my dream to do that. I really want to make like a separate romance book club but I feel like that's too much work I don't know we'll think about it we'll marinate on the idea but sisters go into the Geneva let me know what your thoughts are but that was such a dream for me and also just like again the power of this podcast like I was able to get every single author that I wanted on like I thought they were I mean they are they were huge and I thought I was really reaching and they were so gracious every single author that I wanted, I got. So that was a really like amazing moment. Except just, for Taylor Jenkins Reid. Don't have TJR on if I'm on maternity leave. Like I need to what be if there she's like, for that What one. if she literally has one afternoon for the rest of the year? I'll, sh- I'll show up. You'll show up? Show wow. Up. With with baby yeah, in okay. tow. Okay. 
Yeah. And then we had an intern rotation. We had so many interns. Hot intern Gigi was our first one. And then we had our girl Carly, who I saw the other weekend. Shout out Carly. Love Uh her. And then now we have our beautiful dear Alyssa, who you just met IRL in Chicago. Mm-hmm. We love, yeah, we love our a, interns. It was a dream to meet her. Working with interns has been the fucking greatest. Like they see a really a whole other side that like. Also, we pay are... them. I just want I wanted to be known that we pay. Yes, 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 them. yes, yes, yes. There are no unpaid situations going on here. And then I wanted to do a little voting of who had the most third sister energy so far on the pod. I have a little short list. I think I'm missing some people, but so far I have Alexandra Fine from Dame Products, Amanda Hirsch, not skinny but not fat, Talia Lickstein, Margot Ashre, or the girls behind comments by celebs. You will notice that all these people are Jewish, so that's probably a big factor, but I feel like those were the biggest like third sister energy vibes. Yeah, who was the most like scout guest? Because those people are like, they're definitely, those are like the third sister vibe. Yes. But like, who's the most like scout guest? Because I feel like third sister vibe does lean a little more towards you. I think it just leans towards, yeah, Jewish sisterly energy. But yeah. for you, Liv Perez, Orion. Yes, Orion mm-hmm. for sure. Um, Liv Perez. And I was going to say, I mean, obviously. Probably Tina Marie Clark. Skinny Mar- uh, skinny Confidential. And then when we did all of our yeah. readings episodes of all the spiritual yeah. stuff. we lo- Oh, Sahara yeah. Rose. Oh, yeah. That was amazing. Sahara Rose. That was like a really Maddie episode. Sahara Rose. Probably. Yeah, Sahara Rose was like perfectly both of us. I know. She's, she's the perfect blend of both of us twerking on TikTok and namaste okay <laughs> becoming besties with charlotte mckinney love her i bumped into her at Erwan the other day in the palisades i love Ooh. that sentence bumped into charlotte mckinney at Erwan in the palisades uh yes did she give you a big hug she sure did we're texting about meeting up so keep you updated and then we went on the what we said podcast love those girlies jc has been like my tiktok expander extraordinaire we love both of them and that was a big like i think a lot of listeners you guys that are listening now came from that episode so feel really grateful for that moment we can't leave out our podcast sisters lauren elizabeth and kenzie elizabeth we've done so many swaps and episodes on I Love You So Much and Mood. And it's been incredible to have them on our corner and become friends with them and be in this journey with them. They've like taken, I feel like they've taken us under their wing. Yes. So that's been in one the content of like the creation most... space for sure. They have yeah. been just gems. So love you, yeah. L.E. and love you, Kens. Want to do your more sentimental? Yes. Obviously, we cannot finish this episode without talking about the sisterhood, which is on fire Super insane. You guys are the fucking best. I think it's apparent. Our Geneva Community Center is popping off at all times. And every time I meet a sister, whether it's like in Zoom or in person or whatever, there's just this. And they're all rad. Like, you're all rad. Like, I've yet to meet a sister who sucks. You know what I mean? It doesn't like, exist. I've yet to meet a sister who It doesn't sucks. exist. It doesn't exist. So literally, yes, everything we just talked about is because we've built up this brand. But at the end of the day, this brand wouldn't be here if... This podcast wouldn't be here. This community wouldn't be here if you guys didn't listen. And I've heard people say this all the time. And I've been like, like, I don't know. I just like hate it when content creators or whatever say this. But I understand why they say this because it's really, really true. And it's been humbling, humbling to hear from the women who you guys who listen to us every single week 
and what you think about us and how we've helped in any sort of way you through your life journey. It's it's like I, I get a little speechless because I just it's difficult for me to comprehend. I think. Yeah, the amount of people specifically that you have helped because you have been so open about your mental illness. There have been so many people I know that have reached out to you directly for help. And like, if that was all that came from this podcast, mm-hmm. like you helping these women in really dark times, like that is we succeeded. Oh, thank you for saying that. And that that was a really big ripple effect for me is that I didn't realize how many women would be DMing me. And I've gotten on the phone with some of them. I've FaceTimed with some of them. I've texted with some of them who are in, you know, really challenging situations and helped them through. And I and I didn't know that was going to be part of this. Mm-hmm. But I think that just in general, like even beyond that, I think that the sisters are a scout or they're a Maddie mm-hmm. and they find inspiration in whichever one they are, or if they're a blend or a mix, like they relate to you and your vulnerability and showing up and figuring it out and doing it anyways. And they relate to my mental health story and they relate to like both of us as sisters and how we show up together. And so I think that there's something very special about how you and I have been able to communicate and connect with our community and help lift them up. And I think it's really special. I agree. I love that. Love you, Scout. Yeah, I love you too. And then the last thing that probably on my deathbed, I will look back and say was the number one benefit of OKSIS. You're looking at me confused. Like, do you not know what I'm going to say? No, I'm just waiting for you to say it. Oh, (laughs) I just like is peering into your soul. You just looked confused. You were like, what is this? Is obviously the relationship I have built with you, Mads. Yeah. I think we both know that this relationship, I think sisters come and listen and they might think we've been this way forever. And it's not that we were never like not close or not, you know, we just weren't like this. Like we no, were, there, we weren't. We, there's definitely a deepness that has been achieved for sure. And again, I say this because it's, I, th- I know a lot of people a lot of you who are listening have sisters and because we you guys tell us all the fucking time that that we remind you of your relationship with your sister so if there's any takeaway as well on your end reach out to your sister and speak to them because you don't need to make a podcast with them i i totally a lot of you also say like i could never work with my sister i could never make a podcast with her you don't need to make a podcast with her but I think there is just something so special about a sister relationship. And we've definitely leaned on that through content for this podcast over four years and what that means. And I mean, I said it in like a past couple episodes, like this was the core reason that OKSIS was brought into our lives was to repair and heal our relationship and uplift it, like not even repair it, but even just, yeah, let it reach its highest potential. And that it has. And I think within that container, like the personal development that you've gone through and that I've gone through because of the conversations we have here and because we've been so ingrained and close in each other's lives is like incomparable. Like you are a different person oh, than I'm you a, were four years ago. Oh my God, yeah. That's why I don't want to listen to the episode, <laughs> the first episode we've done because I just, I know I can hear it in my voice that I was so insecure. Yeah, but not just like everyone changes in four years, Yeah. but the level of change that you've had, the level of personal development work, the level of healing, like, and I know you're still in it and on a crazy healing journey. It's really remarkable. Mm-hmm. And I just don't think that 
like without OKSIS, I don't know if you and I would have each had the catalyst to like move through some of the things that we've moved through to become better people and show up every single week. So 100 percent. Oh, I love OKSIS. I love this podcast. Four fucking years. And now there's going to be a third of us. There's going to be a third one. Third bebe. I know. When is the bebe's first? When is she going to come on as a guest? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when's her first appearance i'm sure we can the minute she starts saying a couple words i'm sure we can get her saying a couple words oh, on the podcast. oh i can't wait i can't wait Yay. I know. she's gonna be so cute well thank you sisters for being along the journey here's to another year we will see you at our five-year anniversary mark and like 55 fucking episodes in between <laughs> then if you want us to host a live event in los angeles please dm us at okasis podcast Or even better yet, join our Geneva Community Center and leave us a little note in the random group, in the random room. I'll put a little, yeah, I'll post it. Yeah, we're going to start a little poll to see if we can get this IRL action going, maybe early 2023. So thank you for being here. We fucking love you. We owe this to you. We are so honored and grateful and humbled that this is what we get to do every week. And we will, we'll catch you next week. Hey there, I'm Dr. Tracy Dalglish, clinical psychologist and couples therapist. If there's one thing I know from both my personal and clinical experience, it's that we are really good at comparing ourselves to others. We tend to get stuck in the unhelpful narratives that play on repeat in our minds, and we struggle to set boundaries and create healthy love. Each week, I bring you clinical knowledge and evidence-based research, experiences of sitting in the therapist chair, and being a wife, mother, and business owner to talk about everyday issues we all face to help you change the dialogue in your life tune in every thursday to i'm not your shrink wherever you listen to podcasts while i'm not your shrink i am still human and i'm excited for us to be in our vulnerability and humanness together 